What's up, guys? Welcome to the Leatherheads Podcast. I'm here with Matt Donahue and Abel Nagusi. Um, let's get started. Week four. Uh, hope everyone's week three went good because um, I'd say I'd say my week four or my week three went good. I had a I lost, which sucked, but I lost by like point five points to Abel, which Yo. was also trash. But I'd say my picks and my rebound, considering my team was pretty injured, uh, and I competed. I thought I was gonna get smoked. Uh, I, I'm pretty happy with a loss, uh, which usually does never come out of my mouth. But I'm pretty happy with uh, how my team did uh, with all of the amount of injuries I had. So I'm doing good. Uh, I know Flo had another loss this past week, so I know he can't be doing that good. Yeah, no, um, probably the worst you could do. Uh, I'm 0-3, looking for any trades. I, I texted our uh, fantasy football group chat. Asking anyone and everyone to trade. My whole team is on my trading block. Um, Are you in the bottom of the barrel for the league? Yeah, we don't have to talk about that, Abel. We, we uh, the event, the Avengers. We're like the Revengers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I said I would trade you for you know who, but you just won't give him up. So I'll give you. I said I would give you anyone on my team for him, and you said no. No, no, there's no. I mean, wait, young, wait, I'm not who? gonna. Young Ho Koo. Young Ho Koo. Uh, young Ho. <laughs> Dude, Young Ho screwed me in a bet. Absolutely. See, there you go. Absolutely destroyed me. I bet the team over is 26 and a half. And they scored 26 points. He missed an extra <laughs> point and a field goal. Ugh. Made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, that's rough, dude. Not going to lie. Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan kind of screwed me last week. Dude puts up 13 points against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, you he almost screwed me too, I'm not going to lie. So A lot of screw-ups. A lot of screw-ups. Yeah, from that Atlanta Falcons team. Um, and on top of it, they, again, blew another like 20-point lead or something. At this point, it was, it's so. just like you got to get rid of the coaching <laughs> staff. You just got to start a little – start all over. Yeah. So, um, But we did, we did something different here this past week, which we probably should have done earlier in the week, which was we took uh, – we took fan questions. Well, we took fan questions today, this morning. But we probably should have done it yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, but I know we have some fan questions, so we're going to answer those first before we dive into everything we want to talk about. So, Flo, what were some of the fan questions? Yeah, so uh, thanks for everyone's questions. We'll probably post Tuesday morning next time, just to give everyone a little more time. Um, but the first question we had was just tips for beginners. Um, what do you guys have for beginners first year fantasy players um what do you guys got yeah i think there's different levels to being a beginner in fantasy because me personally the first year i i started doing fantasy i um i didn't really watch the nfl that closely so i didn't really know who to play or who not to play and i just stuck with big name players and my first year i complete i competed pretty uh I don't think I made it to the finals, but I think I made it in the, like kind of far in the playoffs. I want to say semifinals. So that's probably my biggest tip is if you're if you're not an average football watcher and you don't really know like who's like who's gonna have good weeks if you don't if you don't watch football like every weekend like religiously like we like people do, I'd say just stick with advice that you get on apps whether it's espn or yahoo and the projections and big name players yeah that, that's I, I totally probably, agree. I can't go wrong with that i, I totally think, uh, agree two, two different two, yeah 
Definitely uh, one thing for me that's really important is start out in a league where there's 10 people. The options are much more available for you. Don't really have to deep dive too too often. Once you're in a 12, 14, 16 team league, you're going to have to pick up scrubs every weekend. You're going to have to yeah. be an average football watch. You're going to have to pick like who they're going up against, against which defense, against whatnot, and also, right. making sure you're in, on an app that actually, like, helps you out. Like, I know, like, Yahoo's pretty good. Gives you, like, good weekly reviews like on how your team did and stuff like that. And then uh, ESPN's got a little trade assistant thing now, which is usually just trash. They offer yeah, you... Yeah, what's the, the, the IBM Watson thing? Yeah, the IBM Watson yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't really... Just, they, they gave me some some recommendations, and it was, like, give away, like, Derrick Henry for, like, two, guy, two like, second string... Like running backs, and I was like, "What is this trade?" <laughs> I was like, "This is terrible." So I don't know, but yeah, I think just sticking with big name guys and, like he said, start off in a lower league. I think that's yeah. I, I and pr- totally and ob- I obviously don't put money on uh like if you're if you've never played fantasy oh, before, no don't way. throw like fifty bucks in a league. No way. If you, if you know nothing about football or anything. Yeah. Then and then one one other thing, just have every position filled every week, and you got a good chance. Like. For the real beginners, yeah, I know some girls that are in some leagues, all-girl leagues. Uh, just just have your everyone play, have your whole roster set, and you got a good chance. You got somewhat of yeah. a chance. And if, and if you got injuries, uh, I don't think you can ever go wrong with like just wherever your person's injured, just going and getting the top guy in available. Right. You probably you probably can't go trust wrong their project projections. Like if you don't watch football. It's so analytical now that the apps are pretty easy if you can use those. Um, next question, football-related, fantasy, I don't know. Arm wrestling match, Pat Mahomes or Russell Wilson? Who wins? I got to give it to the big, Mahomes. The bigger guy usually wins. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Mahomes. See, I'm, he's younger. He's younger. He's throwing some, he's throwing some bombs. It's, but I'll give it to Russell Wilson. He's throwing some bombs as well this year, more than Mahomes has. But I don't know. Mahomes is just—he's younger. He's—he's he's got more spunk to him, I think. You know, I, I think Mahomes. I think Russell Wilson—he's got little hands, but he's got like steel worker hands. And where did he go to? Where did he go to college? Nebraska or Wisconsin? No. Wisconsin. No, he went to North Carolina and State, and then he went to Wisconsin. So he went to Wisconsin, where big boys are made. I'd take Russell Wilson. I don't know. I, th- I I just gotta go with the younger guy. I gotta go. He's got more juice to him. I feel like you know. I feel like there's not that many Brady's out there. I guess the just, real you know, question is as, who, as who wins older, MVP? They, they get stronger. That's uh, the real question. Russell Wilson's on pace to throw 75 touchdown passes. So. Yeah, okay. I think I think right. probably Wilson. <laughs> he, he broke the NFL record for touchdowns through three weeks. Saw, he has yeah. 17. Yeah, it's just kind. Of, it's kind of unreal. I think but... I, there's nothing that's gonna stop him. Uh, next question. Yeah, honestly. Best rookie so far. I think this uh, Abel, you, you want to take this one away since he was your pick. Uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire. What a beast! <laughs> Literally won Abel the game last week. Yes. Literally won. Well, the hold game. on. It, if if I noticed that George Kittle was out and then I didn't replace him with Fan, it would have been over. The fact that you still yeah, won with George I, Kittle out, out I, yeah. I, I kind of was rooting that, for Matt because a, I saw he that. scored 140 <laughs> points. And that also goes. That, that also goes to show how depleted my fantasy roster was. Or just that how... this dude didn't have a position playing, and I still and I was losing <laughs> by like 
I had no one, dude. I had no one. My my best player was Rex Burkhead, who wasn't even on my team I, two days before the game. Yeah, and he'll, pro- he'll probably be your worst week. player next week. I had a strong <laughs> yeah. week from running backs. Eckler and uh, Robinson. Robinson's just been Yeah, he, he got pretty lucky with running backs. Uh, I also, Edelman, you know, he... he but I, this is the thing. I thought Rex Burkhead, with his 35 points, made up for Edelman's projected, like, 14, and Rex, Rex Burkhead's projected, like, 6. I thought that would have made up for it, but he just his his flex went off. His flex is your flex was who? Who was your flex? Clyde. Yeah, your flex was Clyde, and then your two running you backs, Eckler and, and Robinson. Like he, his running backs just combined for like 120 points. Yeah, it's tough to beat any week. So, um, yeah. And then last question from the fans: players to trade for. See, I don't know. That's a it's it's a it's a difficult one because I feel like it's not like you there's like a solid dude that a team's gonna trade that you know week in week out he's gonna give you like fifteen plus because if they he's on another roster that's a you're you're probably giving up more than you would receive for a guy so like no one's gonna trade Lamar Jackson or Pat Mahomes you know what I mean that's just not gonna happen right. so. Unless you're a I, I don't know. That's that's a tough one to just like players off the top of my head to think of that are easily easy trade targets that are gonna do solid work for you right off the rip. I don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah, I think uh, it's difficult. You know, three weeks in. I mean, I if you were if you want to trade, I think you got to go with guys that are you know, in good situations and just haven't really produced much, but you're seeing the targets, you're seeing the carries. Uh, one guy I, I really do like to trade for uh, is Zach Ertz in my other league. Um, he's a guy that, I mean, he's been doing decent, but it's hard to do that good with Carson Wentz just playing like trash, like a, like a full-on trash can. So Yeah, it's um, a good point. And, and then one more guy I wanted to mention – I I actually like that maybe trading away Nick Chubb because I think Kareem Hunt and this is just me watching the game. The Browns' offense looked more explosive with with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb splitting more, not just the full Nick Chubb Browns offense. So either trading for Chubb or Hunt, I you know I like those guys just using them. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. But you got anybody specific to trade? I know you're in like seven fantasy leagues, dude. So you gotta have you gotta have someone that like you're either looking to trade for or you've gotten requests that you have. Have I gotten requested for or just in uh in general? Anyone. In general anyone. In general, I do have another question like not a question, but just a debate point. Uh one of my friends, this is not me, wants to uh get Derrick Henry. But uh, the other, his the guy he want the guy that he's trading with has no tight end. He has Mark Andrews and Hunter Henry in this league. So would you accept a trade where it's Mark Andrews for Derrick Henry? Mano e mano, just one on one. Mano e mano. The other guy doesn't have many very many running backs. His other running backs are Jarek McKinnon. To sweeten the deal, he'll offer him Josh Kelly. 
I think a sweet that sweetener is actually a good sweetener, Joshua Kelly. Because I don't think you're losing much long term. Because I think Eckler's starting to take hold of that offense. I think for him the the trade is perfect. I think for the other guy he's a, he's a sap if he takes that trade. Who who who's a sap if he takes? It? Uh if if he takes if he gives up Derrick Henry for Mark Andrews, I think it would just be a dumb trade. Especially because he's lackluster with running backs. I mean, what? I, it's tough to tell because, like, I wonder what his. Do you know his uh, record? Zero and three. Aha, my brother. He, the kids. <laughs> the zero and three club. <laughs> so the, 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 the kid who has uh, Derrick Henry. Henry. Yeah, Henry's got his own three, and my boy's one and two. See, I'm actually not really surprised by the dude who has Derrick Henry's own three. I'm not really surprised about it. His team. He's not, he, I have Derrick Henry right now, and I don't think he's been that good. Yeah, when, you, he when your really... bell cow is averaging like 3.7 yards a carry on like in most games, like it's not really good. He's getting tw- They're giving him the ball. Yeah, he's getting a ton of carries. Like he's getting like 80, 90 yards a game, but he's also just not like – He's not very productive. He's not getting in the end zone. Yeah, they're passing. So they're passing that's why I kind of think it's a it's a deal for the guy with Derrick Henry. Yeah, but because I I think there's more potential. I think Mark Andrews right now is just dropping passes. Like Hunter said, he's just like he's just he's missing. Like it's it's not really on the system he's the in league, because he thrived in it last. The year. league is flexible with positions. You can start four wide receivers and start one running back. And well, this is another reason why I think oh, if wow. you are, if you're questioning, because Mark Andrews is one of the top tight ends, and tight ends so come, the, don't come around very often. Exactly. That's why I kind of think it's it's a good. I think it's a good trade if you have uh, Derek Henry because yeah. if you can get a good tight end, and the other, I think it's a good trade for both parties. But I think it's a better trade if you have Derek. I Henry. think it's better trade for the um uh, my boy who's pay, trying to get Derek Henry because. December Derrick Henry, November Derrick Henry. When things get cold, that's when he dominates, and I think the team's gonna be hitting on all cylinders later on in the year. And I just, I'm expecting him to have, you know, good. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the thing is I have see I have Derrick Henry right now. In the first three weeks, he hasn't been spectacular. I think the highest he's put up is twenty. He tends to do maybe. that. He tends to disappear early on and then show up later. Yeah, on I I do agree so, though. He he'll be back like when it get, gets real cold. And, and teams are but starting I feel to like the football. The kid's 0-3, so he's going to need a That's big what move. I was about to say. If the guy's 0-3 yeah. right now, he needs to start getting some wins. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, also, enough of that, though. I, let's go and talk about some, some football news this week. I know there's some big news, big topics coming up this week. Um, what, do you guys, what do you guys got? Well, obviously, we got to talk about the biggest one. Steelers, uh, Titans game, postponed. Is anyone sh- first things first? How shocked are you guys? It was expected to happen this year, and I think we we'd be playing ourselves if you didn't expect Corona to show up in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, they're not in a bubble, so it's just like it's I think expected. I was I think I was more shocked with it for the for the fact that it showed up in week three because usually I I like I would have expected it to show up early like it did in the MLB and then as the season went on kind of like get like less and less like you start seeing less and less but the fact that we're seeing in week three uh is a little concerning 
if you're the NFL. Because that one, that just means that the players themselves or people involved with the team aren't taking it as serious as it needs to be. And this is only the first reported team or organizations that it's popping up. So there's more likelihood that within the next week or two, there's going to be more. There's going to be more situations I, like this because dudes have been taking it. I think teams not as serious. I think teams should just have de facto bubbles at this point. If you're playing in the NFL, you get a team hotel near the stadium. You go there. You come back. You go there. You come back. That's it. Yeah. And then, like, it's, you get some family time that's not be, like, too strict, like the NBA bubble. But just, like, you don't, like, there's no reason to be leaving here. That spot. would be the best way to avoid zero, you know, to get the zero NF- cases. Yeah. The NFL is trying to clamp down on um, uh, coaches not wearing masks, owners not wearing masks. They're going to start fining teams and taking away draft picks. Yeah. Wow. The draft picks, that's. That's a huge deal. Yeah, it's but I think that's what you have to do because, like I was just saying, like I think if dudes aren't going to take it serious, you have to have serious con- yeah. consequences yep. in order for them to do it. Yeah, because if you're just say you're like the NBA where Lou Williams goes to a strip club and he just has to sit in his hotel room for like five days, all right, well, like during the regular season, like what does that actually matter? Especially in football, when you play every week, you play once a week anyway. Yeah. So it's like what. You had, uh, there needs to be some some harsher consequences, I think, if that's the case, because it's not like the NBA, like you said, they're not playing the game. They're not playing like once every few days. They're playing once a week. So what's what's it if one guy misses one week because he has to do a two week quarantine? Yeah, I mean football wise, it's not big, but fantasy. Let's talk about yeah, fantasy wise. There's there's some consequences here. I think it's it's easy for the the Big Bang guys. Um, you know, owners, uh, I'm referring to that Ryan Tannehill, um, I think even Corey Davis, guys that you can, you know, interchange really easily. But the, the Derrick Henry, the, the James Conner, even Juju, how he's been playing, I think those are the those are the owners that are, it's a little concerning because... Or even the Deontay Johnson. Well, now, yeah, yeah, it's a little more concerning. You're in a 14-team league, like Deontay Johnson is fourth- a big guy for you, big guy for you. Even like yeah. a Chase Claypool as your flex, like it's a pretty serious thing. And but the fantasy community has said that it will be a week four game and it'll count as week four. So it'll just be bumped back. If it plays on Tuesday, it will count as week four. Yeah. Though so that that's the thing. It's a big if if it does. Because if it doesn't, then, then you're, you're pushing screwed. right. It's all exactly. So and then like me, I'm kind of pissed right now that this happened. Because I have Derrick Henry, and now you're telling me if there's a potential, there's not even for certain it's going to be on Tuesday. So I don't know when it's going to be, but now I'm looking at Or if at it's going to be at all. I just find yeah. that the league is just probably going to squeeze in this game. I think if, if they're pushing it off till Tuesday, you know the other guys on the team. I think at this point, what they should do is figure out which guys aren't sick, figure out which training staff aren't sick, test them, and then keep them in a bubble for the next several days. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know the, the actual number. Do, do we know how many it's players? players. Or, or no, five. Was, and when was it reported? Yes, today? I think it was three, staff, three staff members and five players or five staff members and three players. Something along those lines. But what's crazy about this story is it, it's, it was the Titans and the Vikings. But the Vikings, um, I haven't heard any postponed – Announced as of right now, I haven't heard anything about the Vikings game being postponed. I I don't think anybody's sick on the team. 
That's what I'm saying. I, it would have already been news. I think they probably right. passed their test. Which is just weird. That That is also interesting, too. And we could go down a rabbit hole right now. But this is the last point I, I kind of want to bring up with it is when this happened in baseball, they immediately canceled the other team's games no matter what, regardless of what the testing was. So this is a, that not canceling the Vikings is a potential move that could hurt the NFL, I think. If, say, people are just testing false positives and then they're going out and then whoever the Vikings play next week, that team is showing positives. Then it's like, well, we're, we missed, like, not canceling that game, we kind of kind of missed it. So Yeah, they're gambling right now. Yeah, I think it's a it's – a, I, I, personally, I think you have to play the safer bet yeah. and just go and just cancel the Vikings game just to be safe. Um, the Titans. The Titans game. That. Titans and Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That. That's so. I don't know, but I, it, I. It's. It's just an interesting thing, you know. Obviously, this doesn't. This is new to everyone. Like, it's not. Like this has happened before. It's not like every league's different. You know, I mean, the MLB is different than than NFL, obviously. So there's no. There's no right answer, but I think just playing it safe is the best way to do it. Last last Tuesday going. night game. It was a Sunday night football game versus the Vikings and the Eagles. In 2010, due to a snow emergency, it was the first Tuesday in NFL in 64 years. That's what might happen this week. Yeah, some history. Potentially so, some history. It's yeah. a it's a weird week. It's gonna be a weird season. Um, anyone else got any more news? I got nah, nothing crazy. I did mm-hmm. find one thing, and it was kind of I haven't heard about it until I was just searching the web, but the. The NFLPA, I know we've seen a crazy amount of injuries this year. The NFLPA, the Players Association, actually just recently asked for all the fields to be natural grass again. Um, now, that was just, you know, this is just the start of a conversation, discussion, you know, between the Players Association and the owners. But any any quick takes on, on natural grass they, versus turf? I mean, we've all they, played they, on it. They want to play on natural grass over turf. Yes, that's an, has to has to be because of the injuries. Has to that's be. I think that's absurd. I would I hate natural grass. I that thing is I I, it, I mean I I also think it's absurd, but I think it has to be because of like the turf. I mean the the amount of injuries happening so far, the amount of crazy injuries that are happening so far. Yeah, the, pre, that, the that, that's my that's my first thought is where that's where my head goes as to why they would ask for that. And listen to this stat, which is crazy. This was Cleveland Browns center J C. Treader. He's he's the uh, He's the president. He cited that twenty-eight percent. There was a twenty-eight percent overall higher rate of non-contact lower extremity injuries on turf, as opposed to on grass. So, he's, yeah. not, so they're saying that it's more likely on turf. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which, which I guess isn't surprising. No, I mean you're faster. I mean everyone, you know, you can cut fat. You guys know. I mean, you, you can just. It's a lot faster game, but when you have a lot faster game. So, when you think about it too, all the, the sideline things, like all the sideline injuries that happen too uh, on turf, it's it's definitely more like they got rid of like mats uh, under, they like they got rid of that. Right, like right. the super dome. Yeah, guys super slipping and, and then, yeah, guys slipping yeah. like that. So I don't know. I guess it's not a crazy thing. Like I, I wouldn't see, I wouldn't be surprised if people if they do it. But I, my only thing is, I bet you that doesn't happen is because there was no training camps 
or the training camps there was, but it wasn't the same, and there was no preseason games. Like there was, it's just a shorter window. So obviously, guys are going to get hurt. Yeah, I think the, turf fields will get better behind, and better. The reasoning behind it is that, like, why it happens a lot this year is that when you start practicing, you kind of the buildup is really slow, and then you play a preseason game one, and it's only two drives. And you play a preseason game two, and it's a quarter. Then you play preseason game three, and it's a full half. You're getting your legs under you while you yeah. continue right. to practice. Right. And yeah, then, that game like, speed is a lot different yeah, than practice. Yeah, so when the players fought hard to not have a preseason along with the owners, the coaches realized that, like, hey, the coaches are really the only ones who want to keep practicing and want to have a lot of... Yeah, well, that's the other thing, too, is the first... There was no... It was non-contact. For about two weeks, back. yeah. it was. Yeah, for the first two weeks, so... Of your training camp, half of it is already. You're not, I, I think they contact. probably had less than sixteen padded practices. It was something ridiculous like that. That's it absurd. Like, that's like high school level of like number of padded practices. I mean that. I mean even when we were in high school and and even Pop Warner, I mean we were hitting uh, every day. Yeah, it's we were just, hitting every day. Football's I changed. Think Sports are it changing. It definitely has changed. Like I, I know like, Hunter, you know from UMass year one to year two, it t- it changed the number of practices that uh. Yeah, they changed the rules pretty quickly, and then when I Very went back quick. to high school, right. they changed the rules. Like once we graduated in 16, 17, like they had like no double double days of padded practices. You had walkthroughs a lot of the time. Yeah. Um. Well, that's enough of news. Let's let's get into the meat of this conversation. Talking about players around the league, waiver wire pickups, all things fantasy. Yeah. Um. I'll start it off with my waiver wire picks, uh, just because I think the Rex Burke had one grants me this access. <laughs> um, my first one is I'm going back on my week on last week's take. If you picked up Rex Burkhead, put his ass on the bench because James White is back. <laughs> He's definitely not. I don't think it's happening. Well. If James White is back, put him up. He, you'll know before game time. Uh, if he's not, then maybe play him again. But he was back today at practice. He uh, he was limited for personal reasons, which we all know why he was limited. Um, so I just don't think they'll use – I think there's one more week of Rex Burkhead, especially depending on how many le- – I need him for my 14-team league. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, like a... I had a great week last week. Sounds like a personal James, thing. About... <laughs> I, I James Robinson and Rex Burkhead. Kid at the kid thought he had the easy dub. They dropped sixty five points for me. Though <laughs> uh, so this is the only reason too is why I'm I'm saying maybe don't start Burkhead because the week before Julian Edelman ha- also had a career high and then the the next week had four points. Yeah, I, so it that's just the Patriots' way. It's like we talked about it. You don't know, but like. I, but I also said this last week is like someone on that roster is gonna go is gonna have a good week. Could yeah, if you're Sony, a gambling could man, be Sony Michelle could be Sony. Like yeah, Patriots. Sony played great last week. He, he did. He had he had two really good runs, but he looked like yeah, that slow. was pretty much it. That he, yeah, he, 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 he should he, he, old Sony or Nick Chubb Dude, is scoring a touchdown. Well, this this is the this is the reason why Sony's competing for his job. Yes, he is. JJ Taylor. You got Damian Harris coming off IR. Taylor Rex Burkhead just had a career. And James White was gone. He's competing for his job. What a, so, what a backfield. Like, this is a solid backfield. Yeah. They have, they have a lot of options. Which also, fantasy-wise, makes you question, like, which who do you take? It's 
Yeah, Patriots running backs are just, they're just scary. If you're a gambling person, go gamble on the Pats, but it's just tough to, tough to hit on a Rex Burkhead every week. Yeah, so that, that's my first uh, waiver wire is if James White's back, I, I don't think. And plus it's against Kansas City. Uh, I, I think James White has been more effective than Rex Burkhead has in those games uh, just as – He's just a, uh, he's a better receiving back. Yeah, receiving-wise, receiving, receiving wise, I think he's been better. So um, that's my first one. My second one is if Carson is out for the Seahawks, uh, go pick up Hyde. Uh, I think it's he Carson was he left or he got injured last week with a knee injury. Um, he was they're they're saying it's one to two weeks, so he's questionable right now. Um, but Hyde is owned in twenty five percent of fantasy leagues. I know I just went and picked him up in our fantasy league because I'm desperate for running backs right now. So I think that I like that's that a, another good one. I really yeah, like I Carlos Hyde. Injured, I was you got you got to play that. Can't believe you you picked him off. I was looking at him. I was thinking about him too. Hyde, I, I really like, and, and just one thing about that tackle. That's a, that was just a downright terrible tackle. Like you, you're just you're taught that at a young age. If you play football, just never do that, ever. Yeah, I agree. I, that's happened two weeks um, in a, uh, for the for the Seahawks. They had yeah, they had the hit on Harry the week before, but then they had this. I don't know. It's it's just something in the NFL that's like a. It's weak. They need the. That should be a game suspension or two. But back to Carlos yeah. Hyde. I mean, he he is disgusting. Um, when he's yeah. playing. Yeah. Well, I he thought was he was thousand, good against a thousand the yard rusher. Uh, or no, I think it was thousand yard total total yards last season with Houston. Before so, he was at Seattle, right? Last year. Yeah, right? last year at Houston. So he's not like a. He's not a chump. He's not like a bum, no, he's, he's, just, he's been he's been really good wherever he's played. He's been a serviceable running back. So, well, even like four years ago when he was with the 49ers, he had a great season back then. Like, he's been good. He's just like, running backs just like aren't very... Matchup-wise, too, versus Jacksonville. Uh, are they playing Jacksonville? No, no, no. They I think they're playing... Miami. Uh, the Miami. They're playing Miami. They're playing, yeah, Miami. I mean, so, Miami, they let up 217 yards week one, 112 week two. I, I you know, if we move down south... To their uh, arch rival, the the 49ers, a guy who you might need to play. He will probably be on your waiver wires. I picked him up last week. Jeff Wilson Jr. He had 21 points last week. He had a touchdown. Jarek McKinnon might be out for week four. He is a must start. A must start. On a, oh. They are a heavy run game team. A must start? If McKinnon's out, you're saying? If McKinnon's, if McKinnon's out. out, yes. If he's yeah. not out, it's most likely, you know, he's going to split carries. He got 12 last game with McKinnon there. They love to give the ball to the running back. They're not going to let Nick Mullins, uh, Nick Mullins do that much. And if K- Kittle continues to be out, it's going to be a running back-centric game. It always has been. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't hate that uh, pickup. They don't, I didn't have him on my on my waiver wire picks, but I don't hate it. They don't fray point. too far from, like, their game plan. And it, their game plan is usually just giving the ball to the running back passing in between the numbers you know like just it's Kyle Shanahan's gonna Kyle Shanahan no matter who's the the player that they have the players that they have yeah and they're yeah, playing Philadelphia play. yeah um all right my last waiver wire pick was I, I guess it's not really a waiver wire pick but it's I mean you can consider it I guess because he's only rostered 45 percent of leagues is golf Jared Goff dude and he's I don't know what's going on but he's 
The last two weeks, he's combined for 65 points. Um, last week, he played Buffalo. The week before, he played Philly. And this week, he plays the Giants. And last week, the Giants let Mullins go off for 343 yards on him with a TD for the 49ers. So, if you're if you're affected by this uh, this postponement of the Steelers-Titans game, you have Tannehill or Roethlisberger and Goss available. He's probably the number one guy to go pick up, I think out of available QBs. Um, I, I just I, – he's very slept on so far. And it it's probably because long-term he's not really a good fantasy QB, but so far he's been – other than week one. Week one he had he only had 10 points. Um, but who did they play week It was one? Dallas. It was Dallas week one. Yeah. Week one's a little tough. I mean, no no football played and no preseason. I, I, I'll give him a, a mulligan. Yeah, on week one. But I think that's a ever great, great since pickup. he's been he's been great. Yeah, and, that, and but sh- that's that's a that's it for my waiver wire picks so far. That's that's what I got. Those those three guys. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all those. If you if you got if you need guys, uh, and like you said, those guys are not rostered in a lot of leagues. So pick them up if you're struggling. Abel, you got anything? Uh, I had my Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, I haven't seen anybody else on the waiver wire that even looks remotely interesting. Uh, <laughs> like it's it's looking barren. Like it just seems like guys are getting injured more and more on different teams, and you just don't know who's going to be good. Yeah, it's starting and to for get. For some reason, my list of players isn't popping up. Okay, here we go. Like, Cordell Patterson's a huge risk. You never know what you're going to get out of him. Even though, um, uh, what's his name? Tyreek Cohen's out for the season. Patterson could be a pickup. He's just a flex. He's nothing more than a flex. Yeah, I agree. Uh, besides that, you know, like, Hunter Renfro, he had a good, he had a good week last week. But I just like I, he just doesn't seem like a very trustworthy player. I think maybe, maybe if you're really desperate for a flex player in your big league, Greg Ward Jr. I mean, not just Greg Ward, no Jr. Uh, <laughs> hold the Jr. to the side. He had eight catches, seventy-two yards, and a touchdown. He's a good, he's a good slot wide receiver, and they need players. I know that uh, I Goddard got hurt, so. Deshaun Jackson's out. Alshon Jeffrey's still not playing. He's literally what uh, Carson Wentz's only target. I mean, target available since Ertz. He could yeah, be a guy Ertz you could pick up. Yeah, definitely. I would just like to make a, a basketball notice that the Heat are up by thirteen in, in the first quarter. Game one of the NBA Finals, and yeah, the Heat are already shocking people. Wow, it's gonna be. I just this is obviously a fantasy football podcast, but obviously I was a basketball player. Um, do not sleep on the Miami Heat. I, I everyone's saying it's, it's all about AD. It's all about AD. I think this is really all about LeBron. But the Heat are just so good around that they don't need anybody to have over twenty points, and they can still win a game. That's just. And that's probably the deadliest thing with any with with both these teams is that no one needs to have a great game for the Heat to win. That that's the only point I'm going to bring up uh, with this. If you want more, 
information and listen to my actual podcast, TMD. But go check I'll it out, guys. Yeah, plug, yeah, I'm going to get there. Right there, let's go. Not on, not on this. I one. like that little wildcat. Um, yeah, I, I really think we covered all the, the the major guys. One guy I had is is Justin Jefferson uh, in Minnesota. I think he's really solidifying that role that was that was really missing, especially in week one and week two with the Vikings with uh, Diggs gone now. Um, only thing is I, that was kind of blow, you know, he was blowing up after that big game this week. So he's probably already taken in your league. So if, if, uh, if he's still there, then you definitely gotta, you gotta get him. Um, yeah, that's that's... last guy. Last guy I want to say is obviously we never talk about kickers on here, but what are we thinking with Steven Gostowski? This is more. This is not even a fantasy thing. This is just like he's going to the Hall of Fame. He deserves it. Oh no, hundred percent. You think so? I think yeah, so. I think, he is. I think for kicker wise, he was clutch his whole is career. Isn't he the most? Isn't he the? He most was. Accurate? He was top four, or was he? Yeah, but he have you seen? Have you he seen young hoes onside kicks? No, dude. Okay. dude get the young. He should be in the Hall of Fame for that. Listen, young ho couldn't cover the cover there over. He's dead to everybody in Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Abel. Speaking of betting, let's let's dive into some uh, some of Abel's bets. Uh, we All got right. a bunch of bunch of suggestions yeah, about this, sports this is a betting. Segment. We talked about it in our first uh, episode, but we're, we we missed out on it on our second one. Uh, but we're bringing it to you for the third one, Abel. I'm not a betting. I'm not much of a betting man. Uh, cause at one, I feel like I'd I'd actually like maybe murder someone. <laughs> Because I get that way with no a, money. You, you'd go through like four or five TVs in the. In yeah, the- <laughs> I'd 100 percent do it. So that's that's strictly why it's I, a very don't bet. I, I have, but I I've only bet on players, so I'm not big on like the like money lines and like thing things like that. So maybe just give everyone uh, out there a quick like why you bet, how betting works, and like along those lines. All right, just for people before we dive into your picks. If anything is in the plus, that means a team can lose by that much. So if it's plus seven, you can lose by seven and still make money. And if it's minus, that means if it's minus seven, they need that team needs to win by more than seven. And then money lines are just like money lines are just kind of straight up. Like the odds usually kind of like it's the same plus minus thing. If a team's a favorite, they're most likely going to be like minus 135. And then if a team's an underdog, it's going to be like plus 115. But those are usually for like closer games. The wider the gap is, the higher the numbers go on both ends. Uh, that's basically kind of it. Uh, you can do over-unders. That's self-explanatory. The score's going to go over. The score's going to go under. But for this week, I have... And you shouldn't be betting if if I if my tutorial is the first time you're listening. To <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that's step first one. First. Don't bet. <laughs> I actually started without actually knowing. Like you know, I was still confused, but I kind of just you know followed the boys, and after a day or two, I understood it. Yeah, no, you got you, some people just learn to run before they can walk. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Whoa! <laughs> but uh, that was a this, hell, that hell of a quote. Hell of a quote. <laughs> but uh, you, you're gonna suffer a lot of losses. A lot. And a lot that make you want to kill yourself. Very convincing argument. <laughs> but, uh, alright. Yeah, so, so, so bad. What so, do you got? This, so this week, alright, I have absolutely no idea why. 
the Jets are the fa- are favored against the Broncos. The Broncos actually played well against the 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 Buccaneers. They fought hard. I mean, like for a team that has no quarterback, they're banged up at wide receiver. No, like any, no, like anything. Yeah, like they, no they lost their, their <laughs> no star Von player Miller. on defense. I mean, their defense is like pretty solid for a team that lost Von Miller. They, and they, they shipped they away well. Chris Chris Harris. I mean, they, yeah, they and, and they just put the Blake Bortles. Let's not they, sleep on they, Blake. They got the ball. Oh, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. They, they I'm hibernating. The <laughs> they have the boat, boys. Don't worry. We're riding so, the boat. So Broncos uh, over Jets. You think that's a clear bet? I think that's that that plus one and one. That's they're just gonna beat the Jets. There's just no way on God's green earth that terrible Jets team is yeah, gonna manage a win. Dude, this is they're an awful football team. I don't care if they're that. Terrible. Which I are any any Jets fans out there? You can. I do. You can Mr. Billy the Kid, thirteen, aka Billy Keen, <laughs> you are rooting for a, a corpse in the Jets. Exactly. <laughs> they, Adam Gase has ruined Sam Darnold's career. I think it's salvageable. I think he's ruined it. Like you know, you you're always gonna have that stigma of like they gave him three years to try to grow and he couldn't do it. But yeah, it wasn't an environment to grow in. Sam Donald shows like elite ability in certain plays. It's just the team around him is off. Their number one wide receiver is Braxton Berrios, a guy who got cut by the Patriots. Listen, yep, if a nice. white wide receiver is getting cut by the Patriots, <laughs> but uh, let me just keep going. We got the Saints minus four and a half. I do like them against the Lions. The Lions kind of you know it's kind of that yearly win where like a bad team kind of beats a better team. They those games usually happen week to week. But the Saints are going to come in trying to go two and two. They're not going to start the year one and three, and they're going to beat the Lions pretty badly. Uh, next time, next game, it's I do like the Seahawks minus seven against the Dolphins. I would take that. I think the the Seahawks and I like that game over. Miami's good on the offensive end, and Seattle's going to score a lot of touchdowns. It's just the way it is. They're dropping 30, 35 points, and see, Miami's going to catch up trying to throw like twenty. Gonna have a little Fitz Magic type game, not really where they win the game, but where they keep it close, and he puts up good numbers. How many? Uh, how many points did Seattle's defense give up last week? Uh, thirty nine. Okay. And yeah. They gave up. They should have lost and given up thirty to the. Who did they play? They played the Cowboys. We all right. We don't oh, have. Yep. Yeah, 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 They lost. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Move on to the next subject. <laughs> uh, and then I like the the my favorite one of the weekend. He's Bills minus three against the Raiders. I think that one's way too low. You think they're going to beat them by more? Yeah. I, I think the Raiders are a little overrated. and they kind of The Bills are a really good football team. Really good football team. And I think my, they're going to win by a touchdown. I think it's doable for the Bills. I think that one's easy. I don't know. I might, I might have to put some caution tape out there for listeners. The Bills did not impress me versus the Rams. They were up twenty eight yeah, to three. I, I mean, they kind of tanked the lead. But. They blew it. There's how many points they score in the second half? How many points did they give up in the second? The Raiders' half? That, offense. That Bills isn't defense. Good. That that Bills defense is not. Uh, I do like that. Take, what, it's not. Uh, it's not what it was projected to be. I don't think. I think they're they're very overrated. That defense. They're, they're, we were talking right before this. Right before we did this, we were just doing quick research. I still have it up. That Bills defense. That's their secondary dude is. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Uh, okay, 
There's no. It's like one of the worst in the league. Yeah, it's twenty seventh in the league. That's crazy. They're just they haven't been good to start. And like you said, I think that that I think the most underrated team, and this has nothing to do with the bets, is the Rams, dude. They're kind of like slept on right now. They're scary. They're, team. They've been playing great. Uh, other than the first half of that game last week. I, I agree. I think the Rams are a serious team as far as playoff contender, maybe Super Bowl contender. A lot of people on that staff, on that team, has played in the Super Bowl. They kind of slumped last year and were really disappointing. But they got a lot of pieces still. And um, I agree. You got guys like Jared Goff, like we were talking about. Um, I'm just hoping Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cooper and then they have yeah. Aaron Donald. Yep, and He's Higby. Arguably been the yeah, and Higby yeah. probably one of the Everett too. The most, they have two really good tight ends on that football team. That's what I mean. So I I don't know. I think that that team is really slept on. Uh, oh, I think they're very, so. I think they'll be they'll be very good this year. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think that this all goes back to that Buffalo thing. I don't know. I just I think that I've seen holes in that team. Uh, so far. Yeah. Where it's like. They're great. They're really good for like a stretch of the game, but then it's like they're really bad for another stretch of the game. And that's and that's why I don't, I can't fully say the Bills are gonna win the AFC East. Though I still think the Patriots are the number one contenders for that AFC East. Yeah, and well, this is the other thing too. Don't get me wrong. Josh Allen is balling. That's a fact. Everybody knows that. But it's the rest of that team that is just they're they're struggling. They're struggling to, with consistency. Yeah, I guess, like. They beat the Dolphins by three, and then they beat the Rams by three. I, I'm just not sold on anybody who's beating the Dolphins by three. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know that I, I I'm, but I also see I also see your point with the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders are that uh that good. So I think they're I think more that's of a middle of the road bet. team. The defense isn't really that good. Yeah, I think they're they're definitely a little overrated to start. And that's way. why and the Bills are offense is just really good right now. It's it's firing yeah. in all cylinders. If it was like for bets, Cam though. Newton and Russell Wilson and you know Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> I think like Josh Allen's like hype would be immense for like an MVP. Oh yeah, type for season. sure. And mm-hmm. Kyler yeah, Murray too. Diggs connection. Yeah. So I, yeah, no, I don't hate it. Um, but yeah, is that is that your last one, or you got more? I oh, know that's it. This, this week's uh, it's not it's not so good week. Not so good week to bet. Well, listeners out the, there, hopefully well, you win some I money mean, for it with a bell. I think I think maybe you can throw in the Cardinals minus three and a half against the Panthers. They're coming off a bad loss against the Lions, but. Besides that, I think that's really it for this week's bets. Those are my teams. Broncos, I love the Broncos. I love the Saints. And the Cardinals, is, I'm questionable. And then Seahawks minus seven. Those are the ones of the week. I will you probably it. be it, betting you heard it from You heard it from Rain Man himself. <laughs> those are the picks. Damn, um, Rain Man. All right. Before we jump into um start of the week, before we close it out, I do. I, we we got to talk about this because it's been a constant thing. Um, and these Hunter and Bell don't even know what I'm talking about. It's more face at uh Hunter here, but and we didn't talk about it at all. Was the fact that Hunter called this quarterback an absolute bum last week, and then proceeded to drop him in fantasy, and then he proceeded to go off for thirty. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just the fact that Hunter's having awful luck with quarterbacks, but dude, I'm also convinced. 
and on top of it, you have to go get a Walmart <laughs> custom shirt. Because <laughs> he balled out last Dude, week. Dude, I was hoping you forgot about that. No, no, no. <laughs> That's why oh, no, I didn't no. mention it all week. Wait, the Kirk who is this Cousins, again? We are shopping for a Kirk Cousins shirt. If you guys okay. know. So if you got a link, DM us on social media, text one of us. This dude's got to get a Kirk Cousins I'm going to stop t-shirt. at the uh, Tuscaloosa Walmart. You're uh, not going to find anything. No, nah, I'm going to find Julio Jones jerseys and uh, Derrick Henry jerseys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, dude, what what what's going on, Flo? How are you feeling with your quarterback situation right now? Yeah. It's been an ongoing thing, so we might as well just keep it going here. Yeah. Here's a quick like two minute spiel. So I'm struggling, guys. I, I made the awful decision to pick Carson Wentz. He is garbage. He is out. He is gone. I've kicked him off my team. I pick up Gardner Minshew. Awesome. I'm like a bell stud of the week. I'm he's going off versus Miami. He gives me nine points. Cam Newton's on my bench, gives me, I think, almost 14. I lost by three. Do the math. Uh, <laughs> Abel, thanks for the loss. <laughs> that, that was a tough choice. I, I fell for the mania, and I got burned. You've, yeah, you <laughs> fell for the mania. So what I'm doing now is I'm just going to start Cam Newton and close my eyes. I'm 0-3. I got nothing to lose. Back's against the wall. Here we go, boys. <laughs> it's you um, against the world. Right. I, I want to point this out, Flo. So, like you just said, week one he started. Uh, he started Carson Wentz, and Kirk Cousins was was on his bench at this point. Kirk Cousins puts up twenty five. Oh, I know. The next I week, know. <laughs> the next week he starts Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins puts up minus one point four points. <laughs> he drops Kirk Cousins. The next week, Kirk Cousins has twenty six. <laughs> what? What? You know what? It's not my fault. It's your fault for not trusting Kirk. No, and I don't even want to touch him because as soon as I put him in my lineup, it's another dud. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm staying away from him. I'm starting Cam Newton. Hunter, you should make an only pain account. All <laughs> oh, pain. Kind of like the Ethan Schroeder thread he has going on Twitter with being a Giants fan. Oh my god, those tweets are hilarious. <laughs> Every year, year in and year out. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. All right. Let's go into studs of the week here. Um, studs of the week. Um, I think I, I think I deserve to go first, guys. Uh, yeah, winner, winner goes first. So. Oh yeah, let's go over who won last week. Yeah, uh, last. Who's week, your pick? Who's your pick last week, though? A quick recap of week three's pick. Uh, last week I picked Kyler Murray, who didn't explode like I expected him to. It actually would have been almost twenty-eight points if he didn't throw freaking three interceptions. I think. But he had 21.7 points average, uh, according to ESPN. Uh, Matt, you came in second week three with Matt Ryan at 11.42 points. And then Abel. Yeah, I mean, that's awful. Your Gardner Minshew, we, we know. We know what he did. He gave me, he gave me nine <laughs> points. Minshew mania is over. Gone forever. Uh, the ma- the start of the week this done. week. It's toasted. No, yep, gone. It's only Fitzpatrick who, who lives on. Um Stud of the week this week. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be basic. I'm gonna go with Russell Wilson this week. Uh, I I think he's just on a mission. It, it's not even stats wise. Everyone knows his stats, uh, his efficiency, his QB rating, the weapons he has, and then on top of that, they're playing a Dolphins defense, which isn't terrible, but um, I I really 
think it's going to take an elite defense to, to slow down this offense. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's probably the safest pick you can do is, uh, and it's just the it's Miami, so I don't think you can ever go wrong with that. I don't hate it. Um, see, I'm torn on my stud of the week. I'm gonna make a case for both, and I'm gonna convince myself when I'm making the case for both. So I don't have a pick going into uh, what I'm about to say. Lamar Jackson playing Washington. No Chase Young. Big. But Lamar Jackson has only gone over 20 once. Now it was week one, he went for 33. Or Aaron Rodgers against Atlanta. Aaron Rodgers against Atlanta, without a shadow of a doubt. Dad, that's that, that's why I'm hesitant, though, because like, is Washington's defense good without Chase Young? That's what the, and you got a pissed off and, Ravens and is, offense. And you got a pissed off Ravens team that just kind of blew it. They're coming out to make a statement. They were embarrassed Monday night. But you know what? I haven't won yet, so I'm going to go with... I haven't won this, this stud of the week yet, so I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Aaron. Um, I think that's, that's, a, that's, yeah, a I think that that's probably this, my safest choice. Um, I swear to God, if Matt Ryan goes off for like 40 points, I'm going to be I'm gonna be so happy but so upset because I picked him last week and he was a dud. Uh, all right, Bell, who you got? My stud of the week quarterback. Oh. <sighs> Well, is a, is the objective of this to get like the most underrated quarterback, or to just go out and just get the best quarterback you you, you can get? Who's gonna blow it up stat wise? I think, right? Uh, to, yeah, fantasy wise, who's gonna have the best fantasy and, and week? And we could we variations of this. So the first three weeks we've done the best, uh, the best. The, just the best overall point wise, but we can put um, like restrictions on it going forward. Like I don't hate the fact of like picking like Gardner Minshew esque players right. of that. You should be deducted points if you're picking a star. Or like once you once you pick that QB, you can't pick him again. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. I like that rule. I, I'd be on that rule. All right. Okay. Then then that sure ends up your list though, players. So what are your two picks yeah. this week? I got Wilson. Yeah, He's got Rodgers. Wilson, I had Aaron Rodgers. Okay, you had Wilson and Rodgers. All right. I don't think anybody's picked back to back yet. I uh, no, no. Like the same player. No one's picked no. the same player. All right. So we that rule can go in effect right now. Because we were talking. Yeah, that rule's in effect now. All right, it's in effect. We were talking about my boy, the Boston College kid, led the Eagles oh to the God. best season since our boy Flutie. I love it. Matty Ice against Green Bay. He's dropping a forty burger on them. Oh. <laughs> If Julio's well, healthy, hold on. If Julio's healthy, it, I'm I'm going all in on it. If Julio's not healthy, then I like Kyler though. Oh, so yeah, you, you gotta pick one. Yeah, you gotta pick one, dude. If Julio's not healthy, I don't know about it. What? Listen, so you man, got a contingency? I, on... <laughs> I got a contingency. No Julio. <laughs> all right, freaking. Hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Like his his uh, what do you call it? If he's healthy. Uh, all right, this is a this is a question we can leave everyone with too. While Abel's making this uh, this decision here, it's, we were talking about this, uh, the Matty Ice nickname. <laughs> does it fit Matt Ryan? It just doesn't anymore. I, it it doesn't. You got the Super Bowl loss, and you had the three straight weeks of blowing a lead up like twenty plus. He's just Matt. He's it's just straight Matt. Just, I've taken the Matty Ice from Matt Ryan. 
Actually, I don't even know if I want the Matty Ice though, because that means I'm just gonna start blowing. Like, I'm gonna have a great lead in the start of the week every single week, and then halftime comes and my I'm gonna lose every time. I don't even want that nickname. No, no, you don't want anything but, to do with the Falcons. Yeah. So, uh, that that's my question to everyone. Um, is does Matty Ice does the does the mm. ice still fit Matt Ryan? Um, if it doesn't, what should his new nickname be? Trash Can McGee. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maddie Choker. <laughs> Maddie wears a choker. You know how girls wear chokers, so, you know, I'll give him a yeah. choker. <laughs> All right. Who's your pick, dude? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt Ryan or who's the Kyler? <laughs> no, but I, I def, I'm definitely rolling with the Iceman. All right. He. So did you just answer Matt's question be... and answer set of the week at the same yeah, time? Yeah, Abel wants to be thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, good so... luck with that, fans. No, uh, well, this is the thing. As a as a player, I had Matt Ryan as my starting quarterback. I was only thoroughly disappointed once, but this just goes out to all the Falcons fans out there. If you're a Falcons fan, like, you're pretty much the equivalent of like a Jets fan right now, where it's just like... You're so low that it doesn't even matter. You've almost uh, had it worse because your heart was, like, played with and twisted and thrown in the garbage and stomped on and burned. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, I, Jet, I just, the Jets this actually... Is how, this is how I feel for uh, Atlanta Falcons fans is, like, I think back to Super Bowl 51 all the time, and, like, how I felt in that first half is how Atlanta Falcons fans <laughs> must feel for, like, four or five years now. <laughs> like, that's got to be awful. <laughs> You know yeah. what, a team that's always been on the cusp of like promise. Like when Matt Matt Ryan was a quarter, I think like from like 2010 to 2016, they were division champions. I think like four times out of the six. Like the Saints were going eight and eight every year. He was like 13 and three, 12 and four, and they were just getting one and duns. One and yeah. duns are winning and losing the NFC Championship game. That's really what they had. It just sucks, dude, because like they, Atlanta. The city itself has got no no sports. They got nothing. So like, you feel bad for Atlanta. That was their saving grace too when they were in the Super Bowl. They were like, "We're gonna bring one back for Atlanta." <laughs> nope. Uh. All right. That that I think that's all we got. QBs of the week. So it was Hunter with Russell Wilson, me with Aaron Rodgers, and Abel with Matty Ice. All right. Um, there we go. We what's the see. score? Who, what's the score right now? Hunter, you're in first. You have five points? Let's see right now. Is that how it works? You get three, three points. It's three, uh, two, one. Um, so week two, actually, a bell one. Big win. Then I came in yeah. second with Aaron Rodgers, actually. I already picked Aaron Rodgers. That could come back to bite me. Um, yeah, that's going to hurt. So you have five. A bell has four. And I have three. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a math. Um, losers. Yeah. What was the thing? Losers have to buy the giveaway for your fans, right? Yep. That's what it was. End of the week yeah. giveaway. And it's whatever the winner decides. Right. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, with that, hopefully we gave you some good advice for week four. Um, I'm telling you, I I I, I feel confident about my uh my week three. I'm feeling like semi-confident by, by my week four advice. So, 
don't count on me. I, I'm like a Rex Burkhead. Like, I got you that one week, and maybe it's question mark the next week. He's shaky. All right, um, my bet's a hit. I'm going four for four. I know it. <laughs> four for four like Wendy's. Oh, uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a live camera of just I'm gonna, filming a bell on Sunday. Honestly, if if I fuck up, I'll be the BK two dollar meal. <laughs> you know they're giving out horse meat in that. I just wanted people to know. <laughs> this shit's disgusting. Two dollars. <laughs> I know you. Stay away from Burger King. Yeah, folks, they're giving out horse meat. Hot tips. <laughs> All right, with that, we're out of here. All right, later, boys.